Okay, so starting with this episode, I'm going to have videos now, and I'm going to have audio too. I'm going to have, when I upload on YouTube, I'm going to have this video, plus a separate video of just audio, and of course, I'm going to have the um, uh, Apple, Spotify, those, I'm going to have those uploads too. This is something new. I like this. I'm feeling myself with this face cam. My bad. That was unnecessary. Uh, so when I'm recording the videos, it's going to be different from the audio. That's a disclaimer if you're watching the video. Let's go and get into it. In this episode, we're going to be talking about music. If you can follow me on Instagram, you see me post on my story a lot talking about music. Um, talking about how the next episode is going to be the next episode is going to be about music uh how i've been posting songs of the day and i'm going to make a playlist and stuff like that i'm going to get into that in the future but let's just go and get into the episode welcome to the imperfect podcast episode real quick i filmed this or recorded i've recorded this twice twice i'm at school now when i first recorded the first two episodes i was at home i was recording on my macbook in my basement on garage band and i remembered that my school had this studio and they said that you can use it for podcasts they got this little recording booth for like Moon is like whisper room and it's gonna be all quiet and stuff and like how professional rappers and artists use it so i went in there twice first time the audio the audio recorded but i didn't like it it was it wasn't it wasn't a quality so i said let's come back and re-record the second time the audio didn't save at all so here i am in my apartment i thought about recording here at first but you might hear it throughout the episode ups the people that live above me you could hear their footsteps the people that live with me my roommates you could hear their footsteps so i'm just trying to like block out all the background noise and as you can see this is my if you're watching the video this is my headset that i used to record i don't have like an actual mic that like regular podcasts have i don't know why i said regular like my podcast ain't as good as theirs or better but anyway uh i feel like i felt like the studio was a better setup and was gonna give better quality but due to all those technical difficulties and me losing my patience i'm just gonna do this for now and until i get a better mic i'm gonna be recording through this headset and this is a headset i use when i play video games and it's been through a lot it's been through four years maybe my friends always make fun of me for like my audio the way i sound so we're just gonna stick with it for now. But now let's go ahead, let's go ahead and get into the content, bro. So this is um this episode's gonna be about music, like I said. Two part series, two parts. This one's just gonna be me solo. Obviously I'm here by myself. Next episode I'm gonna have my friend here here. Um it's gonna be in a few months though. He's gonna be a guest on here. We're gonna talk about music again. So I might keep this one a little bit short, save all the good information for when he's there. This episode I'm just gonna talk about secular music and define that a little bit more and kind of talk about how I deal with music and stuff like that. Let's go ahead and get into it. 
So last episode I mentioned demonic influences and I specifically mentioned music. There's demonic influences from everywhere in our world, like social media, movies, music, TV shows, but for this episode we're talking about music, obviously. And I mentioned secular music and I want to clear that up for a second. Secular is a word used to describe something that is not considered religious or not intended for religious purposes. And the part that I want to clear up is me mentioning secular music as a demonic influence was kind of a was kind of the wrong thing to say because not all secular music is bad. There's music that talks about love, um, life stories, happiness, depression, anxiety, all of those things. There's nothing wrong with listening listening to that kind of music. The kind of secular music I was referring to is considered unholy and ungodly music. Those two words, I can't really decipher the meaning between both of them because I think they're the same thing from my understanding. But they basically mean they have the purpose of sin or they have the purpose of negativity. They fall under the category of secular music, but they separate from of their secular music with their negative intentions. Let me give you an example of two artists. You have, let's say, Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson makes love songs, kind of like music with the purpose for serenading, but he's talking about loving his wife, girlfriend, whatever woman he's talking about in his songs. He's talking about loving a specific woman that's not the type of music that I'm talking about when I mean unholy or ungodly. There's nothing wrong with making or listening to music that talks about loving your wife or husband or um, boyfriend or girlfriend. There's nothing wrong with making that type of music. There's nothing wrong with making songs talking about how you found love or how you were heartbroken. That type of music is okay. There's other artists like Charlie Wilson, can't really name him off the top of my head, but that's an example of good secular music. Now, the music that I'm talking about that is unholy or ungodly, let's say you have someone like 21 Savage. If you don't know who he is, he's a rapper. Um, most of his songs talk about sex, money, drugs, murder. That's unholy and ungodly music. That's the type of harmful music that I was talking, to, that I was talking about last episode. And... Unfortunately, that's the kind of music that's glorified in today's culture. Those are celebrities that are worshipped in today's culture. And most music is has that common theme of um, money, drugs, lust, violence, toxic relationships. That's what most of the music you hear today is about. Uh, and even straight-up demonic music. Like people being openly demonic and putting it into their music. That's stuff that's normalized in our culture today. But like I said earlier, not all music, not all secular music is like that. And not all artists are like that either. I think it's important to recognize who the artists you listen to are. I wouldn't say dive deep into the backgrounds of their lives, like do deep dives into their personal background. I think that's doing too much to a certain extent. 
uh, if they're like openly say they worship the devil, if they openly say they hate people's religions, that's stuff you gotta take account of. That's stuff you gotta take into consideration. But at the same time, I'm gonna get into it the next episode with my guest because he asked me to talk about this. But I said I told him we'll talk about it together. But sometimes don't dive too deep into it. If you hear a song that you like and it doesn't seem harmful, go and listen to that song. Go ahead and sing that song. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you do listen to music, when you do sing along the songs, acknowledge what you're saying when you're reciting those words. If you're talking, if you're listening to a song and you're singing about um, killing people, take, take into consideration what you're saying. Some people may say you're speaking that over yourself. You're speaking that into your life that you want to, like, for that same example. Some people may say you're speaking that into, like, you're speaking murder into your life. You're speaking you killing people into your life. May, it depends on how you interpret it, but in my opinion, it's not that deep sometimes. But at some point, you do realize that that type of energy, maybe that type of negativity is coming into your life. Some of that, some of those vibes from those songs may be pouring onto your spirit. You may feel some type of way after you constantly listen to depressing music. You may feel a good way after you listen to positive music. That's just stuff that happens when you constantly feed yourself different, different vibes from different music. Uh, let me put it to you this way. Let's say you want to get in better shape, talking about your body. You want to eat healthier. You want to feel better. To do that, you feed yourself good food. That's good for your body. You feed yourself vegetables, protein. You drink water. You eat fruit. Same thing with music. If you want to feel more positive, you want to have a better mood, you want to be in a better mindset, state of mind. You want to feed yourself positivity. Talking about music, you want to feed yourself, feed your soul songs that make you happier, songs that are more positive, have more, that make you feel bright, if you get what I mean. But when you come to, when you're talking about food, talking about the right food you want to eat, you want to eat food that tastes good, right? So food that tastes good is most likely going to be the unhealthy foods, like the fried chicken, ice cream, cake, stuff like that. When you feed yourself all of that, you're going to be in bad shape. Your body won't look right or look the way you want it to. You're not going to see the health progression that you want to see. If you're feeding your soul negativity, negative songs, depressing songs, uh, stuff like that, you're not going to be any happier. You're not going to see any progress in your mood. You're going to cause, my bad, you're going to be in a dark place constantly. So with food, you can eat healthy food and you can make it taste good at the same time. With music, you can find positive music, but make it sound good to you at the same time. Like, you may not, like if we're talking about Christian music, let's say you're a Christian, you want to start listening to Christian music, but you can't find any music that sounds good to you. Let's say you like rap. You can keep listening to rap. Maybe find some Christian rap that sounds good to you. I'll get into my artist a little bit later, but 
maybe you might need to expand your horizon and look for artists that sound good to you and switch it up a little bit. Occasionally, you're going to go back to that secular music, that unholy, ungodly music, because maybe it makes you feel some type of way. Maybe the unholy and ungodly music makes you feel happy. But the reality is, we're not going to throw that away overnight. If you try to commit yourself to removing music that isn't good for you, that's a good step. That's a good stepping stone for pro of progress. But you can't say right now, all right, going forward, no more unholy, ungodly music, and then wake up the next morning and think you're not going to listen to it anymore. It takes time. It's, it takes it takes commitment. It takes a different mindset. I'll talk about how I did it uh, a little bit later on to this episode. But listening to that kind of music, it's not, it's not going to harm you. Um, one little song won't won't damage your mindset but do make sure you're doing the progress doing the due diligence of removing those negative songs from your life i want to talk about myself and my experience with music but before i do there's one last thing i want to say these artists out there these individuals that make music i have no right to judge them or their life decisions i can't call them wrong for what they do because i've made some decisions in my life that weren't the best. I've made some mistakes. Not to say these people have made mistakes with their lives because I have no right to judge them because I'm not perfect. The, the name of the podcast is The Imperfect Podcast. And behind imperfection should be humility. You should realize none of us are perfect. None of us have always made the right decision. And there's no right, there's no reason to judge anybody, not just uh, artists, people that make music, people that maybe put out unholy, ungodly music. You can't judge people for their wrongdoings. I live by that principle in my life because I know God is going to be the one to judge me in the end. That's a principle I always live my life with. I can't, I can't quote the, I hate that I can't quote this Bible verse or passage verbatim or accurately, but. There's a passage where Jesus' disciples, I think they found a woman, and they were bringing her, because, bringing her to him because she sinned or something like that. And they basically said, Jesus, what are we going to do with her? She sinned. She's wrong. She needs, she needs punishment. Then Jesus said, who are you to judge this woman? When was the last time you never made a mistake? Who told you that you were perfect and you're all you've always been right? And that's that's something I apply to myself. Why would I judge someone else for something they do when I've done so much wrong in my life? The act of judging somebody else or ridiculing somebody else, that right there alone is a sin. That right there is wrong. So there's hypocrisy behind people judging others, and I try my best not to be one of those people. Anyway, let's go and talk about myself and my experience with music. Now, last episode, I mentioned how, the, I, how I realized The weekend isn't good for me. Well, I still listen to him. As a matter of fact, if you know me, I... I always talk about how he's my favorite artist. And to be honest, I'm ashamed of that. 
uh, as I've matured, as I've grown. To this day, I've become ashamed of it because I know it's not good for me. I can't call that kind of music, if you listen to it, my favorite music. And while I do listen to him, I don't listen to him a lot. As time has gone on, I've matured, I've gained guilty conscience of the fact that I listen to certain music and I've uh, I've eventually come to remove that kind of music, not completely, but I've reduced the amount of unholy, ungodly music that I listen to. I do listen to a lot of secular music though, <clears throat> including the unholy and ungodly music because I've built my music taste around that before I like started incorporating Christian music into my life. When I find songs I like, I don't pay attention to the lyrics. I base my judgment off of how it sounds. Like if a song sounds good, I might not even hear the lyrics. I'm just gonna like it, add it to my playlist, stuff like that. Then eventually the lyrics will pick up with me. I'll take notice of, of some things the artist will say. I'll just cut that out of my life. Like I've listened to the songs where they've blatantly mentioned the devil, Satan, how they hate Jesus and that just turns me off and pushes me away from it. Like the song I mentioned last uh, last episode by the weekend, how he was talking about how he lost his faith and stuff like that. I used to listen to that song a lot, but it just disgusted me and I pushed it away. I haven't listened to it in a very long time. As a matter of fact, I went to his concert last year, completely ignoring the fact that that song existed. And while I enjoyed my night, I remember that song came on, he started singing it, and I looked at my friends and we just shook our heads because those lyrics just didn't sit right with us. Those, it just didn't feel right hearing that. None of us singing along too, and while I enjoyed my night, that, that one moment stood out to me, and I felt some sort of guilty conscience for being at that concert after I heard that. And there is a lot of demonic music out there, and I make sure I make sure I stay away from that kind of music. But like I said, I listen to secular artists. Like some of my my favorite artists is or Freedom Migos. I literally have a poster of them right here next to me. Uh, who else do I like? I like Migos, like The Weeknd. Uh, like, damn, who else do I listen to? Uh, Migos, The Weeknd, Party Next Door, Khalid, uh, Justin Timberlake, Post Malone. Who else do I listen to? Oh my gosh. Uh, who else do I listen to? Don Tolliver, Travis Scott, her. I like a lot of modern mainstream artists. And I don't, I don't necessarily feel guilty about it, because I know I have the armor of God around me. I know I've put myself in the right mindset, at the right uh, place where I can protect myself from. I'm not gonna say all those people, all those songs have like demonic influences, but I know how to guard my heart from what's wrong. And. Sometimes I don't take it that serious. If I like a song, I like a song. I'm not gonna decipher everything about the song and say, nah, this isn't good for me. I mean, sometimes I will, don't get me wrong. 
I know what I shouldn't be hearing, what I shouldn't be saying. But sometimes it's okay not to take it that serious. You should. There's a certain of seriousness you have to apply to it, but sometimes don't take it too serious. But I do want to get into the Christian music that I listen to. I started listening to, I started actually incorporating Christian music into my life in 2020, 2021, around that time. So the first artist that stood out to me that I like actually added to a playlist or actually saved that album was Will McMillan. He's a pianist at my church and I don't remember how I found it, but he has this album called My Story and I just loved it. I just kept playing it over and over and over again. And since then I've made it a habit every day up to this day I um I listen to a set of Christian music to start my day then after that I like go into secular music going to other music so here's all the Christian artists that I listen to and some of my favorite albums and favorite songs from them so first Will McMillan like I mentioned my story I pretty much like every song on there Caleb Gordon, Before the Garden 5, and is an album he recently dropped. My favorite songs there are Red Light, Green Light, Now I'm Found, Fruits of My Labor, and Evidence. Some of my other favorite songs with him are Christmas Day and Who You Are. John Keefe, his album Eremos. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, my favorite songs there are Die, Hide and Seek, Who's Laughing, No Good, and I also like everybody else, a single that he has. Lecrae, I like his collab album with 1K Few, No Church in a While. Every single song on there is good, no skips. 1K Few, something I just mentioned. Uh, like his album, What's Understood Too. I like Wild and Out, Kung Fu, Superstar, and Glory. Uh, another few other artists I listen to were like not albums, but summer songs. What Up RG, Hovey, and CC Winans. I love her song, Goodness of God. Now, Caleb Gordon, he's the one I've listened to a lot recently. He's the one I've listened to in the mornings, like I said, like when I start my day off of Christian music. I listen to Before the Garden 5, the album, every morning first, no matter what. Not the whole album. Uh, I don't really like every song on there, but those songs I mentioned, I listen to those plus a few others. I've been blessed to meet a whole bunch of other Christians uh, throughout my life, and someone introduced me to Caleb Gordon and since then, he's been at the top of my list. One of my favorite artists in general. Not just a Christian artist, but one of my favorite artists in general. And that same person also introduced me to John Keefe. I really like John Keefe because while he makes Christian rap, he also makes, I don't want to call it secular music, but he makes music that just talks about life. Not necessarily putting, while he's a Christian, like I said, while he's a Christian rapper, he just talks about his life, his experiences, uh, love, heartbreak, like his life journey. That's, like I said, I'm not going to call it secular music because he makes Christian music. But those kind of songs, those are the secular songs that I mentioned that are good songs. Like, Everybody Else. That's one of my favorite songs by him that I've been listening to a lot recently. I don't think there was a single biblical or Christian reference in that song but it's not a harmful song to to your soul it's a really good song now Lecrae 
I have a lot I could say about Lecrae in a good way. He, I'm pretty sure he's the most recognizable name when it comes to Christian rap in mainstream media. And I love that. I love that there's a recognizable name um, that connects to Christianity. That's a really, it's a really good thing to see in a really demonic, in a really demonic industry. Now, the reason why I feel like I can say a lot about him is because I feel like he gets so much backlash. Ever since I found out who Lecrae is, I feel like I've seen so many people say he's not a Christian or he's not a Christian rapper. And the main people saying that are Christians. I talked about how there's hypocrisy in life, and that that's a term that I feel like is very fitting for the Christian community. You'll hear Christians say, this person is lesser than me because they sinned. Yet, we're all, as a Christian, we recognize that we're all sinners. So that act of judging somebody else or seeing someone else as lesser than you, that right there is a sin. That's hypocrisy right there. So every time I see someone say, Lecrae's not a Christian, he only does this for money, he doesn't make Christian music, we don't know this guy. We don't know him personally. Like He may share his story, but the only person that knows him is him and God. Judging another man, judging not just Lecrae, but anybody else in general, we don't know everybody's background. We don't know what everybody's done. We don't know what goes on in their head. It's just, it's sometimes disgusting to see other people judge people and think lesser of them for no reason. But I applaud Lecrae for what he does, what he's doing for the Christian community. I really love, really love what he's doing. Now, I'm going to wrap this episode up real soon, but there's a few more things I want to say. First, I want to mention one of my friends, Roz Gardner. He makes music, and I hate to... I hate to say secular music. I feel like, to me, it just seems demoralizing. But Ross Garner, he makes music, and it's really uplifting. He dropped an album recently called Superstar Dreams, and the vibes, the mood that his album sets, it's very positive, very bright. Like, he has a song called Shooting Star, and I've posted his music on my story multiple times, but... He says, like, I see a shooting star and I wish I could have it all. And when you hear him say, like, you feel that positivity, you feel that brightness that comes from that music. That's the kind of secular music that I'm saying is good. That's the kind of music that I that I've surrounded myself with. All that positive, those positive vibes, somewhat like speaking greatness into existence, stuff like that. I love that kind of music. I love what he does. Love the music he makes. He's doing great things with his music. I love the things that he's doing. The positivity he's speaking into life is really good. Last thing I want to say is, I mentioned earlier, like, that little diet analogy and feeding your soul analogy. I want to go back to that. So, I'll share this. I've been on a diet recently, trying to lose a little bit of weight. And it's been about two and a half weeks. And I've lost 15 pounds. I was 220 and now I'm 205. 
So the diet I put myself on is real strict. I eat the same thing every day. I do the same thing every day in order to stick to my diet. But I have cheat meals where I basically eat more than I'm supposed to. And I was thinking about this. I think God put this on my mind for a reason. One cheat meal won't kill my diet. One cheat meal won't damage the progress that I've made over the last two and a half weeks and counting. And I thought one sin, one mistake, one unholy, ungodly song won't damage your soul if you've been surrounding yourself with the right things if you've been doing the right things if you're trying to grow your relationship with God and you've been reading your Bible praying if you've been loving others doing the right things then those small little mistakes sins those won't damage you those won't set you back means you're doing the right thing if you see progress and those little things don't set you back but the one thing to keep in mind is you can't keep telling yourself oh it's one little sin, one little mistake one little curse word one little unholy ungodly song you can't use that excuse constantly because that's what's going to set you back constant excuses constant mistakes that you know you're not supposed to be making that's what causes you to set you back I hope that makes sense. But like I said, I'm keep this episode short. Um, trying this new setup out. I'm really liking this face cam setup. I hope I can get some guests on here soon. That was the plan when I was going to go in that little studio, but might have to improvise. Might have to record it here, but it's cool. Also, if you watched all 34 minutes of my last episode, maybe even 15, 20 minutes, you deserve great things in life. Ever since I've started this podcast, ever since I've made started making YouTube videos with my friends, 240 Mafia, shout out to them, I've developed a deep hate for my voice and the way I talk. And with the last episode, I think I had about two hours of audio to record. And looking right now, I'm only at 45 minutes right now, but hearing my voice for two hours, that was that was dreadful. So if you sat around and listened to my raspy voice for 34 minutes or even 20 minutes, 25, you deserve great things in life. If you've made it this far, oh, by the way, this isn't going to be a 45-minute episode. But if you've made it this far, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate appreciate the love. I can see where I get all my streams and downloads from. I've gotten two streams from Belgium. When I seen that, I lost my mind. The love I received, like... It's crazy how what's happening with this podcast. While it's not that much, it doesn't take that much to like uplift me. I have streams in Las Vegas, LA, Indianapolis, Richmond, Annandale, Springfield, uh, Upper Marlboro, Washington, DC. Some of y'all won't share y'all locations. I respect your privacy, but the information would be a little bit nice. I got streams all over. The Belgium ones, insane. That's That's insane to me. People across the across the world are listening to my podcast, listening to me inform them about Christianity and life in general. I love that so much. And to the people on social media that I tagged, the uh, big influencers so far, it's been 
it's Dominique and 1K Few. To you two that like my story, view my story, repost my stories. Y'all know how happy that makes me. Like, I literally let out yells when that happens. And that's unorthodox of me to do. I don't do that. The love is real. The, the way this podcast has been growing, like I said, it's not a lot, but it's more than I expected. And I really appreciate all of y'all's support. So next episode, the next music episode won't be here maybe for a few more months. But I got a few more episodes coming up. Hopefully I can get some guests on here. If you stuck around, I really appreciate you. My name's Nate Estrada. This is the Imperfect Podcast, and I'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,